0: We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. All you black folks, you must go. All you Mexicans, you must go. And all you poor folks, you must go. Muslims and gays. Boy, we hate you. What's up, it's your girl, JD? And your
1: girl, JR?
0: And, and welcome, welcome to, to the, the Bougie and Bros podcast. podcast, where we talk about shit we want to talk about pertaining to politics, pop culture, dating, music, and more, and more. What's going on? It's been a while. It's been a little minute. Has it been like three weeks? It's been a so? long time. Been the left. Sorry. Hey, hey, <laughs> Billy Rock. Okay, what's going on? How's your life been?
1: Life is good, you know, um, despite the, you know, downward spiral that is the country (laughs) I live in. Um, (laughs) Other than that, though, life is good. Um, Super pumped. I got a big trip coming up next week to um, Cambodia.
0: That's right. Yeah.
1: First international trip. Um, That's exciting. Yeah, I can't wait. Like, the hotels we're staying in, the Airbnbs are super lit. Um, we get to stop in Tokyo on the way there and the way back, which I'm obsessed with Japan. So it's going to be lit. Right. I'm just like, I can't wait to eat. I can't wait to be on the beach. I can't wait to get out of this country.
0: How long are you going to be there?
1: A week, like a week and a couple days.
0: Oh, that's going to be really nice. Yeah.
1: I am a bit uh, worried about the 14 hour flight. But, um, Girl. you know, nothing some books and some Benadryl can't handle. So Th-
0: that's one of those situations where I'm popping three Benadryl. I'm just dead. Whole flight. I'm, I'm a mummy. Like, don't don't touch
1: me. Don't pick right. me up for nothing. Um, yeah, which should be fun. So uh, make sure you're following us at It's J Street because I'll be posting on the trip. Some cool shots. Nice. Exploration. Good you'll be posting because
0: I won't have a bunch of posts to post because I'll be in Charlotte. So that's not that
1: exciting. You can post stuff in Charlotte. I guess. But
0: I mean, Cambodia, Charlotte, Cambodia,
1: Charlotte. Oh, Oh, shoot. What's up with you, though?
0: Girl, nothing. Like literally working and waiting, counting down until Thanksgiving break. Because I have just gotten to the point where I'm just tired of, like, being at work and all that other stuff. Which is actually every day I'm tired of being at work. But it's especially, like, it's built up because we haven't really had any vacations. That
1: period of... What is that last holiday that, like, everybody has off? Between that and Thanksgiving, is like, torture.
0: It is torture. It is torture. And it's, like, I think because Thanksgiving once Thanksgiving comes around, then you have Christmas, then you have New Year. So you have a good amount of time off. Yeah. And so you you kind of get to refresh yourself mm-hmm. for the New Year, but like this last little bit of year to go into work, um <clears throat> actually not here for it. I want it to be over. That's all with me, you know. Uh newly bald. What are your Thanksgiving plans?
1: Going to Charlotte with Boo. Oh damn. I c- I keep forgetting because I'm going to Cambodia that like Thanksgiving is taking place in the same week. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just not spending it with families.
0: Yeah. That's regular folk are over here. You know, <laughs> just eating collard greens and sitting around the table while you're exploring Cambodia. <laughs> That's fine.
1: You know what? If I still, if well, no, cause you live in LA. I to say if I still lived in in North Carolina, I'd probably spend it with my family. But like it is just too much to get to North Carolina for like a three day, three day weekend or whatever it is. It
0: is. That's why I ended up taking because we have um, we have Thursday Friday off, so I ended up taking Tuesday Wednesday off, and so I'm gonna be there from Tuesday night to. To Monday night, which isn't... No, to um, Monday morning, which isn't terrible. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Right. It's a nice little nice little uh, trip. So, Dope. you know. Dope. That's, that's all that. Um,
1: all right. So, um, let's get into music addictions.
0: This week has actually been slam-packed with music. I have been discovering some of the dopest albums and dopest tracks. So, I have a list. Okay? But I'm not going to dwell on them for long. First on my list is Catronata's 99.9%. You, I had that,
1: you are late on that one.
0: I listen, listen. I had known about Glowed Up because I know all things Anderson Pac, Anderson Paak or whatever. But I had just never given his album a chance. Okay. Um, Trinata's album. So I finally gave it a chance. I am in love with it. That's dope. Yeah. Um shout out to you for putting me on Mac Miller's Divine Feminine.
1: Bruh, that's mine. Ooh. Okay. So we
0: both got Ooh, that bad. one. I won't dwell on it but that's dope too um a tribe called quest we got it from here thank you for the see this is the... why
1: this is exactly why we here because both of those <laughs> are on my list you already know why you my okay
0: friend? um but i'm gonna have to give my top spot music love to childish gambino's me and your mama single listen
1: i haven't heard it yet Oh,
0: go listen to it. Once we get off this podcast, you have to just throw that shit on and just vibe to it. It's definitely something you can vibe to. It has, like, this, like, heat. It's real slow, and it builds up. Mm-hmm. The middle is giving me full Jimi Hendrix, funky, rock, all of that. Like, it's it's dope. I've literally had it on repeat for five days. Get in the shower, put it on the speakers. Get in the car, put it on, on the speakers. Mm-hmm. Get to work, put it on on the speakers. Like, literally. So... Those are my music addictions for the week. What about you? What you listening to?
1: Um, also listening to a tribe called quest. Mm -hmm. Um, one of my favorite rap groups like ever. So I was really excited to see, see this album. Um, RIP five, um, RIP five dog, divine feminine. I've been hooked on since it came out. Um, That joint he has with Anderson Pac is actually one of my favorites on the album. Because you
0: already know.
1: (laughs) It's just so good. The album, first of all, Mac Miller is like so underrated to me. Like, it's crazy. And I mean, he's no, as far as white rappers go, he's no Eminem. But like, he is, like, a crazy good artist and musician and the way he puts things together. And, like, he yeah. even had, I think I told you about his Larry Lovestein, like, um, alter ego or moniker, whatever you want to call it. And it's, like, classic jazz music, like, yeah. kind of swing jazz. I was like, this is crazy. Vine Feminine, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. Um, Definitely. One of my favorite tracks on there is, like, Planet, Planet Goddamn. Super smooth, my joint. I like Um, my favorite
0: part with um, Ariana. Yes. And Skin.
1: Skin I like the first song, um, Congratulations. Congratulations. Hell yeah. It goes hard. So awkward, um, awkward story of the week. I was listening to Skin, like the beginning of Skin on the train. And my head, like, it wasn't that loud, but it also for once was not that loud on the train. So, like, I had my eyes closed because when I'm listening to music, I just like to take it in. Like, you know. And so I'm listening to the song. When I open my eyes, this woman is looking at me like, I don't know, like I'm the antichrist. Like, I'm just a (laughs) sinner listening to, like, some audio version of porn on my phone. I'm woman, could you get out of my headphones, please? Um, (laughs) So that was fun. Like, yeah, that's a dope track. It's very sexy. Also, so I've been um obsessed with an oldie also, Mama's Gun, Erica Badu.
0: Okay, taking it back.
1: I don't know where it came from, but I just I've listened to it like three times within the last week.
0: That's the one with um green eyes and orange Moon, yes. Right. Yeah.
1: And those those are my joints, like green eyes, all 10 minutes and like 11 seconds of it. <laughs> right. Love it. Um, yeah, so that's, that's where I am this week. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So
0: we talked about shit you, well, music you love. What about shit you're hating? There's so
1: much to hate, too. What are you hating? Well, because we'll get into the obvious things that I right. Hate shortly. <laughs> right. Um, I hate getting waxed, like anything, like anything, True. and it's not even like, I mean, it's painful for starters, but then it's just like, why? And it's not. I was having this conversation with myself today, actually. I was like, why? Why do I even do it? Because I don't really do it for it. The opposite sex, it's more like, I just don't like hair anywhere but my head. Right, right. Um, And my eyebrows. But it's just like, I just hate it. I wish there was another form of hair removal. I don't know. That's what I hate.
0: I I got waxed one time, and that was the first and last time (laughs) I ever got waxed
1: because... Was it like... um, a Brazilian or like
0: it was a Brazilian See, it was a Brazilian but I feel like if I'm about to get you gotta push
1: through you gotta push through that initial first time and it people always say like it gets better it actually does get better once you once you make it past that
0: yeah that was that was enough to not to not uh encourage me to make it past anything so I just left that by the
1: wayside and let this hair grow freely and hit it with some scissors every now and then. <laughs> no, but I've started, um, like I really started to start getting my underarms waxed.
0: Aren't you fancy? Well, it morphed underarms. into
1: that. And then I moved to New York and then I was perpetually broke. So <laughs> there we are. <laughs>
0: Why is this my L.A. life? Like, literally, like, it's just, like, a cycle of brokenness that never ends. Right? (laughs)
1: It's like, when will I ever have money again? When will I have money again? That's why I'm trying to move. What do you want for Christmas? Christmas. Somebody please pay a bill.
0: (laughs) Pay a bill. Uh, On the lowest of keys, like, I told my parents not to get me anything for Christmas. Um... But that's also because I'm probably gonna ask my dad to help me on this PMP certification this project management certification. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm trying to better myself and whatever. I, I'm here for that. Trying to do something new and improved. So. I see you. Yeah. 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 All right. So what are you? What are you hating this week? So my my shit I hate is a little deeper than it normally is. Uh, my shit I hate is just. People who don't allow other people to live their life. Like, people who try to push their opinions on you Mm. irritate me so hard to the depths of my soul. Like, I don't care if it's about religion. I don't care if it's about sexuality, politics, pop culture, whatever. Everyone has their own truth. You feel me? Everyone has their own thoughts and to think that you have the authority or you have the position Mm -hmm. to to push your thoughts on somebody else just makes me so mad yeah it makes me so mad like just let people live their life if you don't agree you can always agree to disagree but I've I saw so much like especially um getting on Facebook and stuff and like after the election and everything, I just saw so many people like, if you didn't do this, then mm-hmm. you—I just don't respect you. If you didn't vote for this, I don't respect you. Like you ain't. What's wrong with you? Blase, blase. And Like it's okay for people to to not do what you do and to not think how you think. Like that's completely fine. Mm-hmm. And I just wish people would understand that. Um, so that's my little rant for the day. Really. That's real. Well. Just let, let people live in their own truths. Let people like develop at their own pace. Um,
1: and all that good jazz. Yeah. And on that lovely <laughs> note, I think, no, that's perfect. Because um, I think what we're about to get into right now is going to delve more into what you were just talking about. Um, right. So yeah, this past week and a half or so, um, we've been living in what seems like a post-apocalyptic. Oh my god! Nation. Oh my after god. Donald J. Trump, does Donald anybody J. Trump. even know what the J stand? What the hell does the J stand for? Um, Junior Satan, I think. Ah, makes dance. sense, of course. <laughs> he is the President-Elect of America. Yes. yes. And um, people have a lot of opinions about that. Some Ooh. love it. Some hate it. Um, let's talk about whether or not we were surprised by the results of the election. Right. Uh, So
0: let me say this. I was surprised and I wasn't surprised. I was surprised. I was surprised because all of the polls, except for a few, most notably L.A. Times, like all of the other polls were saying that Hillary was going to pull through. And so after seeing all that it's just kind of like okay well you know polls have to be somewhat correct so like they must be but like once i thought about it like as he was winning like all of it was just making sense i was like listen there are too many <laughs> there are too many poor whites in the backwoods of this country mm-hmm. for this man to have not won and there are so many like you know i don't it's, it's so many different people. So many people who were scared to even give their opinion in the first place about Trump, who may mm-hmm. have lied to you. Like, um, just people came out and and voted. And mm-hmm. when I think about the type of people we have in this country, like outside of California and New York, maybe mm-hmm. like he fits their he fits their you know their agenda. So no, exactly. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. What about you?
1: Um. Same, like, I I was shocked, but I also wasn't shocked, especially once the polls started rolling in, and especially once I realized they had already, even though California probably hadn't even finished voting, they had added that in. I was like, oh, it's over, and everybody's watching this, and they're like, no, it's not over. If she wins, like, Maine, Philly, Wisconsin, and every other state on the board... (laughs) (laughs) that she can still win (laughs) I'm like no it's not going down like that but definitely I think that he was Donald Trump's campaign was very successful in getting the rural uneducated voter as a CNN correspondent called them Budweiser voters to come out and support him and In retrospect, I don't really think that Hillary Clinton's campaign was strong enough where it needed to be. I think they were kind of banking on the fact that, oh, he's so stupid. Like, of course, no one's going to vote for him. And as terrible as like Donald Trump's slogan is it sticks. And when I think Mm -hmm. about Hillary's campaign, I don't know of like nothing, I don't know what she would put on a t-shirt, except for like, I'm with her, but that's not really Right. Right. That was kind of towards the end of the campaign and it wasn't I just don't think they did a very good job at getting the voters they needed to come out, but then you look at the fact that like, almost half of eligible voters didn't even vote Mm -hmm. So
0: I I think it's, you know you you I feel like you'll get more voters when you have people standing strong behind you than you will because of the fear of someone else winning. Right. Um, that's why so many people came out for Obama. Because people wanted Obama to win. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that we wanted who... I done forgot who he ran against. Like, it wasn't
1: because... I think it was Mitt Romney. It, right. Who knows? It don't matter. They're irrelevant. Right.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So it's kind of like people came out in numbers cuz people were trying to see, you know, Barack vote, just like black voters, like black voters came out in record numbers because black voters wanted to get Barack in office. Same with Donald Trump, you know, he has a strong the the people that are for Donald Trump are for Donald Trump like full full through and through mm-hmm. and the hate the, the dislike of him didn't work as a, as, you know, a I guess a catalyst to get other people to vote for Hillary, because a lot of people honestly weren't feeling Hillary either. So it's just kind of like you have a lot of people who are just like, well, I ain't fucking with Trump, but I mean, I ain't fucking with her either. So it's like, like, what's the use? Like, it was, it was kind of yeah. like, I'm not, I don't feel strongly about either candidate. Um so yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. It it didn't surprise me at the end of it cuz, you know, he appeals to a lot of people. He does. He
1: he appeals. I think what's so disheartening to me though is like regardless of your political stance and and what you want as far as policies, which everyone knows Donald Trump doesn't even have any. <laughs> but just saying, like, oh, he's anti-establishment, yada, yada, yada. Like, the things that he said or not said, which is almost worse, Um, like, how he hasn't really come out and condemned the hate crimes and the things that are happening as a result of his election, mm-hmm. to vote for him, to me, says that you're okay with that. Yeah that's what that's what that says to me personally if if you do something that i feel is like ethically wrong like i'm not i'm not here for it and i will not associate myself with you right right so i don't know that that's that's my feeling on it but um on the subject of of things happening in the aftermath, um, what's what's your take on like how how is the nation taking this this uh, news?
0: Um. So I guess this is where my unpopular opinions start rolling in because I just feel like people are being dramatic as fuck.
1: Like <laughs> the I will say I was at work the day after reading things on Facebook. I was like, I mean, it's bad, but come on,
0: come. On. Come on. Jasmine, I had to get off Facebook because people were like, I'm in tears. I'm shocked and I'm scared for my life. And like this, that, and the third. Like, I just felt like, especially as a like, and I'm talking as a black woman and my experiences mm-hmm. and, and how we are affected by this. Like, girl, why have you not been scared? Exactly. Like, <laughs> like we have seen not not saying that it has been Obama's fault, but just making the point that under the Obama administration, we have watched countless people bleed out on the street. Mm-hmm. Why Trump getting elected was the catalyst. I understand for white people. I'm speaking directly to a lot of, you know, black people, which is who I have mostly on my feed. Why you felt like this was the time to like be scared was almost right. confusing to me a little bit like... Now is the (laughs) time? Like like this This moment right here. This is it that took you over the edge. Okay, that's very interesting. Um, Just throwing random thoughts out there. I I feel like people were being dramatic as fuck. Yes, it's disappointing. Donald won. That's disappointing. Um, But to say that it's it's a reflection of where we are as a country is just kind of naive because i felt like that picture has been perfectly painted before we even got into this election.
1: Mm-hmm. like
0: honestly um white people in this safety pin business is very super annoying. i just i don't know why like i feel like what? you wearing this the have you heard about the safety pin like Mm-mm. white people wearing safety pins just to show like hey we're with you minorities or like the disenfranchised or whatever the marginalized people like we're with you here's our safety
1: pin. And I think it's stupid. (laughs) It's it's, it's so stupid. Like I'm actually not comprehending. I don't understand.
0: People are wearing safety pins on their shirts as a, like, as a, I guess, um, way of showing that, one, they didn't vote for Trump. And two, that they're, quote unquote, with us. Um. Yeah, like it's been a thing And I don't know why, but it's been a thing It's kind of like, I don't know if you saw the Saturday Night Live skit With uh, Chris Tucker and Dave mm, Chappelle
1: I did see that, yeah
0: Did you see that one? It was so important Like especially white liberals are just going so ham. And it's just like, this is the, like, I think it was like one line. She was like, this is like the most terrible thing that's ever happened to us. And then Chris and Chris and Dave are just looking at each other like this, this is the most terrible thing. Yeah. Like, like what the fuck are you talking about? Um. That's I'm true. also not here for, I'm also not here for people shaming Melania. Yes. She is the wife of Donald Trump. Um, But liberals slut-shaming Melania is interesting and contradictory because they're also the people that say don't slut-shame people. Mm -hmm. But, you know, saying like, oh, she's a classless whore. Like, I've seen so much stuff about, you know, yeah, yeah, Michelle is everything. Michelle is every woman and every woman is Michelle. And you can't touch her just because, you know, she's she's just incredible. She's incredible. But I'm not gonna, you know, downplay Melania. Like she ain't doing nothing but sitting around, you know, looking pretty. Like that's that's all she's really that doing. <laughs> so uh yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's my take on it. I I feel like I feel like there is My thing is, I feel like there is a group of people, there is a group of Americans who should be fearful of this, and who I am definitely um, sympathizing with, and that is the LGBT community, because this this is a very super right uh, president, and of course he's going to appoint super right, super right judges, and this is a red Congress, House of Senate, and um, I mean House of Representatives and Senate, so they probably are going to go after those rights, after LGBT rights. And I do sympathize for those people. What about you? What about uh, your, I guess, thoughts on the reaction of Trump winning people's reactions?
1: Like you said, I thought a lot of people were being dramatic. My thing, though, is that it seems like it's never the issues... Of this country, when it comes to um, the social issues of this country, are never talked about or brought to light unless, and I'm talking specifically about when it comes to, like, Black people. hmm Unless there are, like, other groups involved. Like, Muslims. Um, you know. I'm doing the raised hands emoji. Like... <laughs> the- l lbgt community muslims just other people like we are never the fact that we exist in this country is never enough to spark fury and the fact that we go through so many micro and macro aggressions like day in and day out no one cares but girl i don't know we'll we'll see i will say that um it's hard to just say I'm just sitting back and watching because it's kind of like, you know, I'm on the Titanic, too, and we all going down. But right. Like, <laughs> I'm just interested to see how this plays out. I, I think the only if there was any silver lining in this or a place I could seek refuge, it would be that only a couple years ago Donald Trump was, red, was a, a Democrat. Um. Mm-hmm. But so, you've
0: heard you've heard that um already in office, like he's disappointing some Republicans. Yeah, exactly.
1: Listen, it's kind of like to uh, Well, I don't know about a wall. Maybe a fence. <laughs> Maybe a fence. Maybe a fence <laughs> will do it.
0: He he appealed to my theory is that Donald Trump appealed to who he needed to appeal to
1: to get into to office
0: to To get into office and to get those votes. And now that he did it, like, honestly, if you go back and look at a lot of his stances on a couple of things like, uh, LGBT marriage or, uh, birth controls or, or things of that nature and then look at like where his stance is now, you can tell there's like a dramatic difference. And, I don't think once he gets into office, he's going to be as, like... Now, somebody Somebody that I am worried about, who I really am worried about, is, Bannon? is Pence. Oh. And him. And him. <laughs>
1: both of them. You mean the Legion of Doom that is his cabinet? The...
0: Yes. The Legion. <laughs> just everyone else around Trump, like, <laughs> are, are the ones that I'm just like, eh, okay.
1: Um... And that's the thing. Like, if, let's say something goes terribly wrong and Donald Trump gets impeached, or steps down. I don't even know if the president can step down, but judging by I heard that like he was shocked by the scope of a president's duties. <laughs> he was just like, you know what? This isn't for me. <laughs> Pence is not at all someone Yeah. Nope. Nope. Pence is the devil.
0: Pence kind of looks like the devil too. He That's does. the scary thing. Like, he does? <laughs> like what it is about him <laughs>
1: You hit the nail on the head, it might you know what? It's 2016. He might be the Antichrist. We don't know. Listen, it's it's about time for this. You better get right. You better get right with the Lord. (laughs) Better get
0: right with the Lord. Okay, so how do you what how do you feel about Trump as a president? Like, I think I think what I'm asking also is putting Putting just his personality and, like, shitty stuff he has said to the side and, like, him actually enacting policies and things of that nature.
1: Like, how do you feel about our future? I am not confident. When I look at Trump and I watched his interview in 60 Minutes, when I look at him speak, I am completely dumbfounded by the fact that he ever that he runs companies. <laughs> so, I don't as far as our direction as as a nation I I honestly don't know because he's not someone that inspires that would inspire me and to do anything and I don't see him being someone who could possibly inspire the leaders of other nations across the world to do anything. Right. And I mean they've all been very formal and come out and said good things and like, you know, we wish you the best in your presidency, blah, blah, blah. Which I think is all bullshit. Um, except for China. China was like, play with these trade agreements if you want to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Try me if you want to, nigga.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See what happens to Boeing. <laughs> See what happens to everything that you use in your daily American life. Um Girl, yeah. So I honestly I just don't see him being, and it's because I, for the last eight years, and, and I have my, my opinions about Obama and things I don't necessarily agree with that his administration has carried out, but he commands such a, just like, just by looking at him, he just seems like mm-hmm. someone like, you know what, I, I, should, I should listen to what this guy has to say. Because right. he looks like he knows what he's talking about on some level. Right. Trump, and this is, I guess I need to do some like personal growth because I should be more open as a person, but I can't get past thinking you look like an idiot and I can't stop looking at his crispy hair. I think
0: it's more so his skin. I'm just trying to figure out why his skin is so orange. And his
1: mouth. It's so, it's like the way it, it moves. Like when buckle. he like <laughs> <laughs> has a butthole. He does. a, a butt face. <laughs>
0: butt face. Um,
1: so, I don't know. So what about you?
0: Something interesting that I think made me start kind of thinking about things a little differently and something that um, me and my coworker were talking about. So, my coworker is uh, Mexican-American. And she was listening to a podcast where the host was talking about uh, who was also Mexican American um, was kind of talking about, you know, what makes these people tick? What makes, what makes people who supported Trump other than like the just innate racist, because mm-hmm. we know there is like a, a small section of, of Trump supporters who are just like minority hating mm-hmm. uh, undesirables. Right not not talking about them but a good chunk of them really enjoyed Trump because he has a very american centric view he has a view he has a view where it's just like i'm trying to get america right and fuck anybody else who's outside of that country MC, and that okay and that's that's why that's that's one reason why people hate him, though, because it goes against humanitarian views like it, it, it goes against everything else that kind of like a not a moral person, but a, um, a person who has a little bit of a heart would <laughs> would would think. And, and the example, you know, she gave when we were talking is that people from Mexico or who have family in Mexico and who work in America Send over 20 billion in dollars back to Mexico mm-hmm. a year. Like 20 billion in dollars. And when you think about it, first of all, that makes Mexico smart um, because Mexico is not making opportunities for their own people, uh, which is why a lot of people <clears throat> come over here to get opportunities to, to make money to send to their families. Um, but when you think about that also, that takes money away from the American economy.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so it's like, and so it's like my co was, was was talking to me and she was like, I'm conflicted because on one end I have family in Mexico. But on the other side, when you have an American centric view, that's not a good thing yeah, for us and when you think about all of the other things like if we're talking about Syrian refugees or we're talking about um deportation of, you know, illegal uh immigrants who are criminals cuz that's who he's going after. He's going after criminal illegal immigrants. It when you look at it from one side it's like, "Oh shit, like that's sad. We should be taking in Syrian refugees <clears throat> or, mm-hmm. you know, we shouldn't be deporting people." Cuz that's not, you know, that it it doesn't It doesn't feel good to see families ripped apart. But if you're thinking of it as like his supporters are thinking, it's like, we're doing what's good for America. Mm -hmm. And someone had this um, comparison and it was kind of like, if you have a house and and there's a plague outside the house, but you got food and shit in your house and you got a family, but people need help on the outside... (laughs) <laughs> are you opening like like it sounds crazy, but they were like, are you opening up your house to let other people in, but like potentially, I guess, mess up your own family? And so that's why they okay. say he has a very American
1: centric view. I, okay, I get that. One, I'm jealous that you have this kind of these kind of discussions with your coworkers. <laughs> Two, I totally get that and I don't I really don't see anything wrong with that. You know, but my thing is like it's not so much the message, it's the medium and the way that that American American centric views being, you know, brought across to the rest of the world in America is not one it, that's just not the right way to go about it. Yeah. But I totally you know, I agree with that.
0: I mean, he's a dipshit. He's a dipshit. And he doesn't like he's one of those people like even if even if there was an an ounce of, like, good in his message, it doesn't even matter, because the way that he gets it across is just... Exactly. Shit. It's shit. It is. It's... It is. But, but the, 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 way that, the way that people describe it... No, except for, except for, like, these, like, anti-women, anti-LGBT policies that he was talking about, I'm, I'm not gonna be for those. Like, taking away women's choice, or, like, taking away... Rights for you know gay people to get married, I definitely think that's a problem, but like all of the other stuff, when you think of it as a with with a view of being selfish as as a as us, as a country being selfish and like getting our own shit together i don't want to say it, but
1: no, you can say it, it but makes they sense. kind
0: of they They kind of make sense. It makes sense,
1: but I think we would need to be selfish and progressive as a country and like look towards what the future of the world actually means Mm -hmm. instead of being selfish as a country and trying to regress back to the 1940s with our factory jobs.
0: Right, right. That's another thing too, yeah.
1: That's not coming back yeah and instead of trying to make it come back we should be building out other areas and other ways to educate uh the people on how to fit into this dynamic global economy
0: right that is true that is true that is um all i can <clears throat> all i can say about trump is
1: He's not and my president, I' am just kidding that was petty I'm not
0: <laughs> <laughs> he ain't my president um like I, I just wish him luck, and I do feel like uh you know the 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 harassment and stuff like that is I feel like it's people being petty and after every major event, whether it's all of the black lives matter movements or well, that's really what's been you know on the forefront of America for the past i think two three years but there's there's always like a like a uproar after those events, mm-hmm. and then it goes back to normal. Oh, like yeah, like if you think about it like that, like people are petty. No no one's out here killing other people. Like they're just like pulling. The, and I'm not saying just like this is okay, but they're like they're they're pulling hijabs, they're screaming nigger across the street. They're you know like just real like petty shit. Like no 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 no, ain't nobody pulling out you know the. The ropes and all that other shit. To I don't hang know. People. Someone
1: did no, it was not uh something. Happened. It was a, it was
0: a, it was a mannequin. It was like a, a no, no. That not
1: was not that. Um, I was talking about something else happened. But I, I just think, think it's the, ridiculous. Like even that, it's not. It may not be violent, mm-hmm. but that is just absolutely ridiculous. And like at a high school, some kid wrote, like, colored and white only over the water fountain.
0: Yeah.
1: That's not funny. And the fact that we are not educating children to know much like the Holocaust, that is not something you joke about. This is true. This is true. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too... Maybe I just need to go live in Denmark, where everyone is just... Girl, just...
0: I mean, it's, it's it's, it's not... It's not good. It's not good at all, uh, but we have to realize like who a lot of our country is. Like I said, we we saw who came out and voted for Trump, so like we we know they've been
1: there. I mean, I know they're I I know they're there because I mean, if you think about it, the same people that were doing this stuff only what like nineteen in the nineteen sixties, they're not gonna be like dead. They're like they're our parents' dead. age. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Clearly, they're still around. You don't just, oh, well, Jim Crow was lifted. I guess I'm not racist anymore. I guess I'm not. No, they are.
0: They are filling it so, no, through and through here.
1: But I just think, I guess on some level, I do want better for the future of this of of this country, and it's just disheartening to realize that we are, we've been running in place since the like early 1900s. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah, we've made no movements. No, yeah. Or Not very, very small ones, if any. Micro. Super micro. And um, I swear, if I see if I see if I hear or see one more person bring up like the fact that we had a black president as a cause of like no more racism. Girl.
0: All that stuff, the stuff that had me crying at my desk happened under Obama. So essentially, although I love Obama, um, just for, you know, being who he is and, and Michelle, mm-hmm. let's, let's be very, very real in saying that them being in office did not change shit for black people. Maybe minorities, other minorities like LGBT, they got some rights. Other people got some rights. Mm -hmm. Um, But we, we where we been? Like, we, we where we been the whole time. Nothing changed. And it won't change under Trump either. It's just ignorant people just acting out because they're ignorant. And they're going to get tired and go back to their jobs at Walmart. And they're going to stop doing that too. Like... (laughs) You said go
1: back to their jobs at
0: Walmart. Like... Like... They're like, they, like, give it, like, three, four weeks. It'll be the same as
1: any huge situation we have where people are in an uproar. Okay, but so December 19th is when the Electoral College actually makes their, I guess, final decision. Is there Mm -hmm. any chance that they'll be like, I mean, what do you think? Do you think that they will actually be like, You know what? This is a huge risk it's um
0: I mean, technically speaking, if I'm not mistaken, not all states have the law that you have to vote
1: oh yeah, it's only it's not all the same all of them.
0: as what the popular vote was.
1: Right? Right? Yeah, so they could
0: there There are people that could go in there and be like, hey, fuck this. I'm voting for Hillary. Like, <laughs> even if their state yeah. might have been majority Trump. So there is definitely a possibility that she could pull through. I'm not going to speak on, you know, how real of a possibility is it or if it's actually going to happen, but there is a possibility um, and we just have to see then. But at the same time, like, I'm, I mean, if Hillary gets into office, like, I'm not I'm not cheering. Like we still got a a red ass, you know, yeah House of Representative and Senate. So if anything, you know, she'll be able to appoint different judges. But other than that, like a lot of it is still gonna be super right conservative, conservative uh people. So and I I I told you I also think, you know, her She's a little more poised in public, but don't, don't get it wrong. I don't think she is necessarily for my cause either. She's for women's rights. I don't think she's necessarily for black people, but you know.
1: Well, I mean, whatever. We started off with that. Nobody's for black people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This is, this is also true. <laughs> <laughs> we are collateral damage. We have been... We <laughs> just kidding. Let me stop.
0: <laughs> that's why that's why Chris Tucker and uh Dave Chappelle were just kind of in that skit like yeah okay like <laughs> we've welcome, been here welcome to the fun welcome to the fun we've been we've been having fun for a while now glad you guys could join us um but yeah that's how I feel about that I kind of feel like it is like whether he becomes president or not it is what it is I'm gonna continue to make the best of it and do what I need to do for me and mine at the end of the day. so
1: facts, facts be dead ass. You know, is
0: that really a New York thing? I was just about
1: to say it's crazy how, like colloquialisms really get to you because facts is is a thing that people in New York like say <laughs> like. I will. Facts. There, there was a clip of an old woman on CNN after one of the one of the debates, and she was <laughs> like, "Why, why did you like Hillary Clinton? What, it, what? It, give me one word to describe uh, how she performed in this debate." And she was like, "Facts." <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. That's it. I was so weak.
0: That is so. It's a thing.
1: It's a real thing. It is a real thing, and I think it's the most hilarious thing.
0: And I don't know why it's hilarious, because we all have our regional sayings or whatever, but just people love to get out like New York people for the shit they say, and I think it's (laughs) hilarious.
1: What do do people say in LA? (laughs) Cuz? I don't really think that's...
0: At least not in LA. I feel like the Bay may have, um, like San Francisco, uh... What's that place by San Francisco where all the black people actually stay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm dead ass. Like
1: <laughs> uh, I have no idea. That's why I'm laughing.
0: Um Oakland. Oakland, yeah.
1: <laughs> totally forgot <laughs> about Oakland.
0: That's where the black people actually stay. And, they and it's real <laughs> super close. It is like across the bridge, Dang. essentially. Um, but yeah, I feel like they have their own culture. Los Angeles just is a melting pot of different people trying to do shit out here for too high of a price. So facts, facts. <laughs> Dead ass <laughs> Okay. Um do we have a woman
1: of the week this week? Um I well I guess we could say like just all the women who were elected yeah. to Congress, um, especially like uh, minority women doing big things. Um, there was a
0: good handful of them. We had a Somali there were.
1: So- She Somali- was popping. American.
0: She her, was popping. Her
1: skin was flawless.
0: Of course, they all have flawless skin over there. I don't know what's in the water.
1: That is (laughs) that is my New Year's resolution. Um, Get flawless skin. Somali water. Yeah, (laughs) Somali water. Yeah, (laughs) that's it. Um, But yeah, just shout out to them. Shout out to them for being dope, giving us all hope. And that's the other. Okay, so I know we're about to close this out, but the thing about Hillary Clinton as like being the the one woman to rule them all and like show little girls that they can be something you have all all of these other women also doing equally great things making history no they're not Mm -hmm. the president but I mean they could be on their way there you don't know that's true no that's true did you
0: did I don't know if I tagged you in this video of um Basically, this dude was saying it was it was he was being funny, but he was like, Hillary ain't win because her, her um bangs were stiff. He was like, You see Donald's bangs? They was blowing in the wind. Those are some winning bangs. He said, You getting up here looking like you got pumping up on your bangs. Ain't nobody trying to vote for them stiff ass bangs, Hillary. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the internet is too funny. So too funny. I'm glad it's almost Thanksgiving and the Thanksgiving clap back memes are back. Yes. Because <laughs> they are so real. <laughs> <laughs> it's give me some joy in my life. <laughs> but, um, Thanks. I think that's a wrap. That's all we got for this sixth episode of bougie and broke bougie and broke
0: yes that is all for this week's episode hope you guys enjoyed make sure to follow us on twitter and instagram at it's j street
1: and make sure you head over to welcome to Jstreet.com to check out our latest blog posts and think pieces
0: want to chat shoot us a message at welcome to j at gmail.com
1: and once again it's your girl jr
0: and your girl jd and we, and we out, out.